Let's just get straight into this, I think. We've been warming up all day. Have I? Maybe. I don't know. This is what, the Immaterial what have I done Gamers today Podcast. Up. What have you done today? You've watched TV? Uh, I've watched TV, played GTA, you... played Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a lazy day. It's my first day off. That's how it works, though, isn't it? Right, yeah, as 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 we uh, as we're talking, it's the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, episode eighty-five. Eighty-five. What we're we doing for hundred? I don't know what we're doing for hundred. That's that's fifteen weeks times problem. <laughs> Roughly. Yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? We might not be around in fifteen weeks time. Scary, scary global panic. On the uh, day that we're recording this, Donald Trump has been tested for the bug that you're not really allowed to mention on YouTube because if you're not an official source. Uh, they they um, drag your algorithms down, which is going to be hilarious for a little bit later on today, but we'll do introductions. Hi, I'm Ryan. How are you doing? All good? Good. And uh, with me today is Stefan, as you can hear. Yoda! Yeah? Yoda. I feel like I've just said Yoda. <laughs> Yoda, the 90s hipster variant of Hodor from Game of Thrones. Yoda. So, uh, I think like how everyone says men look younger when they shave. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw, I saw a thing yesterday of um, Yoda when he has a shave and then baby Yoda. Uh, mm, sure. Not sure how that shave. works. He'll have to shave quite a bit and change how the he reverses aging by about nine hundred and fifty years. But you know, he ne- his race so needs a name. I That's... think it's actually quite cool that the, you're able to get away and just you know get away with it. Oh, what is he? Oh, he's an alien. No, what alien is he? Baby we never Yoda. asked. <laughs> baby Yoda. Uh, he's he's Mandalorian. No, he's not. That's that's the warrior humany looking people. Don't try that, you silly people. But the thing is, in the whole Star Wars universe, the, the, the all the, let's say, the ape ascendant aliens mm-hmm. in it, all look human. How the hell do they know each other differences? Uh... Apart from nowadays, the Mandalorians are all clones. Well, they're clones or warrior race or stuff like that. It's, you know. Come on, even the Saiyans had a tail. I, yeah... Yeah, had the tail and an aversion to the moon, you know. Yeah. I find that really weird, the monkeys that had um, werewolf syndrome. Yeah, like <laughs> You think it's a giant ape? It's not. It was an actual wolf. Prime, bit... prime, primacophy? Like, like, can mate prophy. I'm just trying to think of it like, like combining, you know, the werewolf sort of thing, which, you know, it's to be a lichen vote. It's a were-ape? A were-ape. But where means man. Wait, yeah, no, you're right. He's a man ape. Yeah, he's a were ape. Man ape. Oh, perfect. We've we figured it out. We figured out the puzzle. Four minutes into, you know, our eighty fifth podcast. I love the fact my um computer's just come up now saying, You've got a package from Amazon coming. Um it arrived like two hours ago, but thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, Windows ten and your linking of bloody calendar to Amazon gits. I don't even remember saying they could do that. <laughs> no, I didn't either, but it happened. But, They're doing know. it through Chrome. It's linked it through the Chrome. <laughs> oh, oh, Amazon. They're 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 everywhere. And uh, you know, one podcast will bring on Steed to defend it. But um, <laughs> I'll defend it. I'll defend it as well. They actually. I, do I like have to admit, service. I like Amazon. I yeah. get toilet roll from Amazon. <laughs> I actually want the drone service. You got toilet roll from Amazon. No. <laughs> no. Messy. I was about to say you you wouldn't have had a chance. Ninety nine pound for a packet of sixty. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. That's, that's a, clearly an a Amazon Marketplace of a, thing. A pack of something was like £114. 
Yeah. And no thanks. Yeah, so as, and, you know, as you know, due to the global crisis that can't be named... Um, the the for, global for crisis purposes. is called toilet paper shortage. Yeah, there is a yeah there is an international toilet roll shortage, which, as we would call that, a load of shit. But anyway, a lot of yeah, no, so. realise the public toilets at work just rub it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so it is. People, people are you know panic buying, staying in the rooms. The president of the United States has been tested for the disease that can't be mentioned, and. You know, things are going. Has never came back positive or negative. <laughs> we are unaware. It's just that he's been tested. To be fair, whatever he says, don't believe him. It's, it's, it's a simple. It'll come back. That isn't what's it. He's no. Oh, it's a Dorito. It's a mix. He's a checks mix. <gasps> yeah, Donald Trump is checks. Anyway, yeah. So because of that, um, it's pretty simple. What we're you know, it's a gaming podcast. So we're going to be talking about a big piece of news in terms of a cancellation and ask a question in regards to the viability of said event anyway. But before that, we will move on to what's been played, starting now. What's been played? Man, what's been played? Well, thank you for asking, Stefan. Just remember that later on I will also ask you the same question. So, what I've played is a weird little quirky game called Murder by numbers, and I feel I that needs to be it. said in an echoey voice, so I will add that in later. But uh, yeah, murder my numbers. Were you going to ask what is that? I said it sounds interesting. Huh? Yeah. So let's get this straight in, very quick to to do on this. Do you like the Ace Attorney games? No. I've That's... seen you. I don't mind watching you play them, but I can't play them myself. Okay. It's not something so you, I. So not... I don't. Like sitting there and reading. So you're not a visual novel fan. No. Mm, okay. Do you like nonograms or Picross puzzles? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. The ones where you've got a grid of squares and you've got number clues on the left-hand side on the and on the top, and you have to make pictures based on those clues. Uh, I don't mind that. Okay, yeah, it's a picture puzzle. I've done a few, but not a lot. Ah, right. So, yeah, it's a mix. Between them. So, whereas Ace Attorney was effectively a point-and-click adventure game with a visual novel in it, and how Danganronpa, which is another sort of one of these investigation games, was more of an action-based puzzler while also being a visual novel, Murder by Numbers is a visual novel with a puzzle element in terms of how you find the evidence. Because it fits, it fits straight into the same sort of situation. The evidence Wait, that so you, you get in the game is, or like, like the pictures that you make are then the bits of evidence or, you know, so items words, that you would use. If you're looking at a murder and then all of a sudden you can make a crow, and the picture makes a crowbar, the crowbar could have been the weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very, very early on in the game, um, the 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 escape room aspect of it. It was like you're in, you're locked in a canteen and you need to find a way out to the crime scene. So you do one of the puzzles and the answer is an air vent, which you then crawl through. But we'll rewind very, very slightly. The game involves two characters majorly at this at this point. The first is a robot called Scout. I like that. I've forgotten what Scout stands for, but Scout is a little bit um well it's very nineties for a robot. I think very sort of Johnny Five except floats in the air rather than wheels around on treads. Um, Scout wakes up in a garbage tip 
uh, with no memory of who they are and what's going on, and very, very limited uh, visual recognition, which is played for laughs almost immediately. Um, the other main character is uh, the woman called Honor. She's a actress playing a detective on a famous TV show in 90s Los Angeles, and uh, is a recent divorcee. Her co-star is a bitch, and her friend is the showrunner who fires her due to reasons. I haven't fully played through the first case yet, so I can't really say much. So she is she's a fake detective, but her paths cross with Scout, who mistakes her for a real detective, and shenanigans. Uh, by, by the, the way, I, I just googled this just to see what we're actually on about. And some reason, I got more of the TV show. Okay. Murder by Numbers was a TV show. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. But, uh, yeah. Oh, it was a film. Two hours oh. long. That was, that was Jeepers Creepers, wasn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> Murder by Numbers, two hours long. It was a drama filler. Came wow. out in t- 2002. Yeah, well, that's not the Murder by Numbers <laughs> that we we are talking about here today. Uh, oh, yeah. Psychological thriller <laughs> film. Starring Sandra Bullock, Ben Chaplin, Ryan Gosling, and Michael Pitt. Wow. No, we, we mean... We mean the the game, Murder My Numbers. Um, but yeah, uh, straight off in the game, her friend, showrunner, is murdered, and she's immediately blamed for the death. So she goes out to not only clear her name, but she wants to find out who killed her friend. And I'm going to assume throughout the rest of the game, work with Scout to figure out some big conspiracy, because they always go to a big conspiracy. Okay. And, you know, and work with Scout to find its creator as well. But the first interaction, it just sets the tone for where this is in terms of the maturity scale. Because if you... So let's let's have a look. We, we have a look at Ace Attorney, which is very, you know... I wouldn't say initially family-friendly because it's, it's, it deals with murders. But the jokes are a little, you know, they're, they're, they're friendly, you know, all ages... Sort of stuff. Danganronpa is on the other side. Wow, okay, his violence is very pop party, pink blood rather than red, but it's very mature in terms of subject matter. Yeah. In terms of that game. Murder by Numbers goes down the idea of being more mature than Ace Attorney, but less mature than Danganronpa. Straight away in the first puzzle. Honor loses her car keys. She meets Scout in this car park of this film studio that they're at. Scout says, oh, I've got the ability to visually recognise where stuff is. I'll be able to help you out. You do your first puzzle, and it plays exactly like a nonogram puzzle does. So for anyone who's who's unsure on that, you get given a grid, usually of even size, generally 10 by 10 or 15 by 15. Some games play around with that a little bit. Some play around with the colours and how the clues work. But this is sort of basic... Picross nonogram stuff. So you've got this blank grid, and you have clues on the left-hand side of the grid, and on the top of the grid. And they uh, they give you a clue as to how many blocks should be filled in consecutively on each row and column. And you have two ways of being able to, to do this. You have a pen, which you use to fill out the spaces, and then you've got the cross which you can use to blank out spaces that you know you can't so don't fill in. Yeah. 
And when you do, the idea behind these is when you fill out the, the puzzle correctly, it then turns into an item or a picture or something like that. And most nonograms, it's like, oh, look, this is a bird and this is a house and this is so on and so forth. I complete this first puzzle. Well, you do a couple of like tutorial puzzles to get Scout's visuals back online before it wakes up in the tip. But this puzzle that you do with Honor, fill it out and it's great and it looks it looks silvery white and it's got a little string on the side of it and it comes up and it goes, puzzle solved, car key? I'm like, okay, okay, I get that Scout might not be sure of, 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 of what a car key is. And okay. it goes, ah, oh, I found it, Honor. It's in, it's in your, uh, it's in your purse. It's right there. And then it just pops up on the bottom. Honor's response is, that's not a car key. It's a tampon. <laughs> and the joke could just end there. But Honor then does the, the, um, the Johnny Five from Short Circuit sort of response. And it's just like tampon, absorbable thing that does it. It's like, no, 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 stop. It's just like that. any robot does that. To be honest, yeah, like they're learning. Yeah, but that straight away is the the sort of thing. It's like, yeah, you know, it's a murder mystery, but it takes it. It doesn't take itself so seriously, you know, to to just do stuff. And I like the sort of the nineties vibe as well. So no one's going to be walking around with, you know, mobile phones and and smart cars and and stuff like that. She just walks around with Scout. Yeah, something that's she... probably just as bad. Yeah, I, I I understand on that, but I mean, you can look at Scout. And you can see that it's clearly like a nineties robot. It's like a you know, virtually a microwave top with a couple of Microwave you know, top it looks like you've got a tube telly for the top. Yeah. A, a cassette player for the or a radio at the bottom. With yeah. the cheapest like solar power you could and stick a load of T V aerials on the back of his head. Yeah. Fair. And then stick torches that what make well meant to make him look like he's flying on them. Yeah. But it, yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's like a tape player as well. I can see in an old little yeah. dish. But I said, yeah, it kind of looks like a radio. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I kind of like it. I like the sort of the nineties aesthetic. I like the fact that it's you know outside of the doing the nonograms, it is effectively an Ace Attorney Danganronpa game. Question people, counter them with the the evidence that you find through the puzzles, and you know solve the mystery through there. So yeah. I'm going to play more of that and going to enjoy it a little bit more at some point later on and maybe come back and talk about some of the mysteries. But uh, yeah, Steph, what have you been playing? Um, as I said earlier, a, a lot of what I've been playing is Minecraft again. There's oh, nothing Minecraft. new, but what, um, I've kind of set up as a server for oh, yes. our little community here. Oh, our little yes. Amy. Right now there's only two of us playing on it. Uh, two is more than zero. No matter what, there's going to be at least one. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, true. Um, I know Andrea does want to come on it at some point, but I feel like Andrea and Duncan will probably come on it once uh, other series is done. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how long that's going to take, so it might be a long time until they come on. Yeah, but, there's um, the creation of a a series Yeah, uh, using the Sky Factory yes. 3. Yes. Set or mod pack. So, yes. so so far yeah. I'm the expert on it because I've I've played it many times before. Yeah. So um, I'm letting them to do most of the stuff. I'm just trying to make sure their equipment's up, up to scratch. Um, I let I won't go it too much into that to be honest because mm-hmm. it'll ruin. Yeah, what it'll we've got actually. Yeah. 
It'll ruin the first episode once it ever happens. It, <laughs> it happened. will happen as it's as happened. It's when we get around to yeah. being able to yeah. edit it. Recorded is one thing, editing is another. Yeah. Um but it's it's you know, it's it's your guys' baby. So, you know, see see where it goes in regards to that. Like I say, I'll I'll keep an eye on it. Maybe provide some tips so, um, in the in the eddy bit, but uh it, right now this server's gonna stay for quite a bit. I'm not planning on restarting it or anything. Um, okay. It's just to get us all together at one point and to be able to play a game all mainly together. Because mm-hmm. all of us basically own the game. And it's more the fact once all of us are on and we're all comfortable how to play, I'm going to keep it at the what, what it's on now. I will be updating it to 1.16 once that happens. But when yeah. that happens, all I will be doing is removing the never folder. So that means we just reset the never. Okay. Because the next update only affects the never. It doesn't affect the other one. Mm. It'll only affect the never. So I'm only going to, when I update, remove that folder. We'll basically have a new never at that point. Um, so that'll be the next update I have on that server. And I don't plan on updating it until quite a bit's changed in Minecraft. Or mm-hmm. uh, once we all agree. Because I'm, I'm trying to get something a bit like Hermitcraft. Where a group of us will make episodes. We can either do episodes together, solo... Even if it's just me make episodes, as and we'll all like say we'll do this as a group, I can get another account to come in and just view it from the sky because I can make um, cam accounts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of stuff I need to test on Minecraft to be honest for videos. Right. I don't have a lot of like the playback mod and everything else you can get for it, which I'm assuming is a bit like the same play cra- um, playback mod. That you can get for other games, mm. where you can freely move the camera around in the area. Yeah, I mean, you were mentioning earlier on in the podcast that you said you were playing GTA Five, and that's got a director mode, doesn't it? Yeah, where you can just sort of use all the NPCs to make yeah. a sort of a video like a cinematic and, type thing. Yeah, and I, I believe the Valve cinematic thing for Steam is still around somewhere. Was it? Yeah, so yeah, you can still make stuff using Valve proprietary games, but um. Now, at the minute, it's just me and Dan. Um, Dan's gone to go live in a mushroom biome on his own, because nothing spawns there. <laughs> I, I, okay. He was like, well, I don't really want to play on my own, because I don't like dealing with the mobs, so I told him, okay, this... Because I know what world we're in, I know what world seed, because I've, I've picked everything. I hand-picked all of it out. Right. For the whole thing of, we basically spawn on a bit of an island, and then from there we can all spread out in different directions to go where we want. I'm in a ice biome because i've never really done ice in minecraft so i wanted to try that a bit more uh the the thing i have to start getting used to is not just going afk randomly in the middle of nowhere that's just a bad thing in terms of minecraft yeah um but um i have got vanilla tweaks in it um so there is add-ons the one good thing is is i've put player graves in right it's not something I don't I don't know if I'll keep it once servers up when I update the server and redo it. Mm. But um at the minute we won't lose items because all your items go in that grave and that saves in a world basically. Ah right. So, so. you got less chance of losing items using the grave from what I can what from what I know. Yeah. So it's it's sort of the middle ground between Yeah. The the sort of option of just keeping all items on, on upon death or losing them all upon death. Yeah. Obviously if you have to work to get the stuff back, like 
as you heard before the beginning of this, uh, I started getting a bit annoyed with some drown. Mm-hmm. You kept killing me as I was getting my stuff. As soon as I picked up my stuff, dead. Oh, no. That you bastard. Dark Souls problems, eyes. It was real bastard. And then I go back, deal with them, and it'll be the one who has the friggin... What do you call it? Ugh, I forgot what they're called. Not even a... Sp- it's, um... The fuck. I can't help you, I'm afraid. Uh, Poseidon has a, a, a pitchforky thing. Right, so, more mermaids? Trident? Trident, that's it. Thank you. The, the trident he keeps throwing at me and killing me with. I don't like ah. it. The worst thing is, I've, uh, which I've noticed, after I died the first time, I noticed I was in um, basically a drowned, ruined area. Mm. So every time I go there, just shitloads of <laughs> And I mean, oh, they're all over the place. I killed quite a few of them. Um, so I've died at a pretty distance away. So even if my stuff was loose, I can easily log back in and just go back that direction and get my stuff back. Mm-hmm. It won't be. It shouldn't be an issue. I hope. If it is, okay. I, I've got diamonds to replace it. <laughs> so I'd enough. have to find all the bamboo and everything else which I went out to go get. Mm. But um, yeah, I've added some other stuff in it, but most of it's cosmetic more like an afk display so if you hit tab it'll show you who's afk and who's not um i've added a thing called durability ping so when your tools get to a certain when your tools are under two percent durability it'll give you like an achievement thing in the top corner it'll tell you your your tools are low or your tools about to break basically right so you get the warning yeah um i've added a thing seen i'm really into the Hermitcraft scene at the minute, especially seeing that they've just started a new season. Mm. Just, I think they started like two weeks ago, and a lot of people are already on like episode four, episode six on it. Um, the armor stand, the armor statue mod, or tweak, where you can um, use armor stands and a special book to make you can make more of a story, make things come more to life. So it's, it's like if I built a whole city, I can instead of trying to fill it with NPCs. I can fill it with these armor stands that look like, oh look, they're going on with the... They won't move, but it, you can make it like set up somewhere like it's got a fish in its hand and on a table in front of it, it's got a load of fish, so it's a fish tr- salesman. Mm. You can make it come a bit more to life. It gives it more of a thing. If you, if people are interested in it, I'd say look at Zombie Clear, the YouTuber. She, um, she, she, I'd call her like the master of this tweak. See that it's part of vanilla tweaks. It's not a mod. It's a tweak. Mm. But um, yeah, she's basically the master of it. Um, I've not really got much else in it apart from more heads, player heads. So if I found Danny and went and killed him, I'd get his head and run away. <laughs> if he doesn't kill me. <laughs> Fair. Um, I've got more. I've got mob heads, so you can get sheep, cows. Almost every mob will drop a head now in this. At the minute, I have um cod. Salmon, drowned, and a pillager. I've not really <laughs> killed any villagers to get a villager head, but I've got a pillager. Apart from that, I think that's mainly the like interesting tweaks that I've added to it. There's not much else yeah. that are in it that's really that important, to be honest. Well, yeah, I'm enjoying it at the minute. Um, I'm trying to set myself up with a a farm, well, an auto farm for stuff. I've just literally started doing that. You, you, like I showed you, was it this last night? My zombie? Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, I've set up that. That's 
Basically, as I found where I wanted to live, I found a zombie spawner in the side of a cliff. I was like, why is there mossy cobblestone? And <laughs> just ran right over. I was like, that's the only thing I know that might be there. I don't wish it was zombie, though. I wish it was a skeleton one. Be a lot better. <laughs> Bones. Bones are worth more early game than zombie flesh. Don't get me wrong, at this point, because of how close I was near a village, I just went to Never and made a brewing stand so I can get a cleric so I can start trading with villagers early. But, um, yeah, there's not much else that's going on in it at the minute. I don't know what Dan's up to. I might go see what he's up to later. I don't know to go through the Never, which would be a lot shorter distance, so I'd travel for about six Minecraft days to get to him. <laughs> Aye, well, you have fun with that. Never whatever fun. way, so... Yeah, that brings a close to what's been played. So, it is time to now move to not exactly a spot caught question, but because because I don't want to mess with the 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 segments, the interstitials, it's just going to be called the spot caught question. The spot caught question. So, the big news that came out of this week and the incident with the disease that not shall that shall not be named, the world has been cancelled. Yeah, basically. Everywhere's been cancelled. Virtually everything has been cancelled. So, E3, biggest gaming event of the year, has been cancelled. This is followed on from the Games Developers Conference being cancelled earlier on in the month. And many more things probably going to get cancelled in, in regards to events with large crowd gatherings. Due to, you know... The, the disease that cannot be named, you know, and, and and that sucks a little bit for for people because you know E3 is massive and you get a discussion of you know big games. This year was supposed to be the announcement of the new generation of consoles. To be honest, and, and everything that goes on from there. I don't think much would have been at E3 to be honest. Who was at E3 this year? Microsoft. Was, was everyone there, or was well, it just Microsoft? Because most. I mean, Things don't tend to go to it that often anymore. The big... I mean, really, anyone who was there at E3 2019 was kind of scheduled to be there at E3 2020. Sony notwithstanding, but then again, they weren't there last year. Nor was Nintendo. So it'd just be the usual stuff. I mean, you'd have the... You would have had the the Day Zero, as they call it, or Day Minus One stuff, Bethesda and EA... At places close to the convention center, but not at E3. You then have Microsoft, Ubisoft, um, Devolver Digital would do their weird streaming Nintendo Direct style thing, but air it to people in the in the, the thing. And then you'd have you know so sort of games publishers just plying their wares, and you'd have the show floor. This year, that's not happening at all. They've you know it's cancelled completely. It's not even being postponed like something like the GDC was and how other sort of conventions have sort of shifted their dates by a couple of months where possible. But the question really, and this is where the question sort of comes onto it, due to the issues that have happened with the ESA, who run E3, and due to the sort of the trend of social media and live streaming events, does E3 actually need to come back? I mean... I don't think it needs to be, to be honest. Because I'm assuming most people view it online. Because mm-hmm. to me, E3 is just basically people go there, test out games, sit there and listen to a bunch of people in a, conf- in a room. Mm. Yeah. Where you might as well just have 
an area where people just test out things and they just broadcast everything out if it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, it's probably cheaper overall. Think of it, if you made a giant room, just get get the whole convention centre and just make it into loads and loads of, let's say, early access beta testing games, mm-hmm. you'd probably get a better turnout for that than just people just... Because I know, uh, there's going to be bounds of fact that people, a lot of people go there and just go around playing the games. Mm. Something that had happened recently due to the fact that while E3 initially used to just be a trade show, yeah. um, so it was only people directly in the gaming industry that were allowed to, to, to go there. The past couple of years, since sort of E3's first shutdown and then them having the E for All mm. events and making it public and then obviously rebranding back to E3 as a, as a public convention, yeah, you're right, a lot more people <laughs> sort of just go there to try the new games, get some swag. Yeah. Go to a developer they like and cheer raucously. Yeah, they really don't need it that much. Because, mm. God's sake, we've never, I've never been to one. And no. if I want to know about it, and as long as they make it very public that these are going to be the days, let's say, while he freeze on, we're going to put out these videos, or we're going to live stream this mm. over, let's say, it could be on, let's say, the convention hall's got like TVs against the fucking wall or projector and it could be projected around the whole hall while people are sat there playing games Yeah, and people it'll probably better off that way than it would be especially with what's going on as well mm. so it wouldn't really limit what's going on at the minute but it'll stop people from being in close quarters for longer periods of time mm. they'll all be moving around keeping finger but um Overall, I don't think it needs to come back now. As long yeah. as they make it announcements like they normally do, a bit like Nintendo and Sony do nowadays, mm-hmm. they don't need E3. Yeah. No. And most of, but E3, E3 tends... What I tend to find with, especially Microsoft, and most things that are at E3, they announce things we know about already. It's like, okay, we already know this. Why are you announcing mm. it? We, we knew this because you announced it two years ago, and now you're telling us it again. Mm. But now you're telling us you actually started work on it, so why the hell did you tell me two years ago then? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's an example, even though, let's be fair, even though a lot of us are looking forward to Cyberpunk coming oh, out, yeah. partially a lot of that was done, you know, through the Keanu Reeves, you're awesome, or you're breathtaking, or whatever it was, yeah. thing from from last year's one. We had already known that Cyberpunk was coming out years beforehand. The announcement that they had was to announce the date. It was an announcement of an announcement. Yeah, sounds about right. So, yeah, now I understand where you are. Me, I mean, I'm more of a cynical one on this. I mean, should E3 in its current form be brought back? No. <laughs> Just There's not even a not even a sort of a, a you know, thing on that. It's, no. I think in terms of the rapid spread of media publicity in the digital age that we live in, E3 as a sort of a hype machine for people to, you know, announce stuff that they could easily announce elsewhere in the form of a Nintendo Direct or a Sony mm. State of Play, you know, that sort of idea. It's it's antiquated. That word. Antiquated or whatever it is. It's 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 you know, it's it's old. Yeah. But 
the, the only upside to it, because I agree with you totally, mm. it, it, they don't need E3. There's so much there's so many ways to get stuff out there. And after time half it gets goes through it before E three even fucking happens. Yeah. And the you cynic know... in me on this as well, just to just to say on this. E three doesn't really announce games anymore. No. It announces pre order bonuses. Sounds more like it. Which, you know and and it's 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 you know, it's now gone to it's the Oscars for games as well. It's just a, sort of a bunch of developers patting their own backs. And like just going, ah, look at these, look at these people. We could tell them that we would shoot their loved one in the middle of the street, and they would still clap for us. I don't think they're that bad, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bethesda. Okay, yeah, they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and um, see, the one upside is, is you get to meet people who have the same interests of you. It's like any convention. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, and you'd lose that magic if you weren't able to do something like that. The amount of people I met, not including the convention we've been with you, but at mm-hmm. other conventions I've been to, where I've met people, and I'm still friends with them now, and it's like, we we, we met that once, mm. and we speak to each other every now and then, we play games with each other every now and then. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we talk about content of other people, mm. because... It's them that brought us to know each other. Yeah. It, it, that's something that you're going to lose. Instead of everyone being being able to hide behind their keyboards, their screens, and basically be cyber trolls. Mm. I tend to... You never meet the real person over a computer. Yeah. You'll that's, never yeah. meet them. I guess, yeah, I guess that's a sort of a, sort of a disadvantage in, in regards to that. I mean, I guess... I mean, there's a way that E3 could try and go along more of the... I mean, the biggest... It's weird to say, actually, I, you know, earlier on in the podcast, we said that E3 is probably the biggest gaming convention of the year. I'm still more on the idea, actually. I turn that around a little bit and maybe say something like PAX or EGX. I, I, They're sort of the bigger ones. Shit like, I, I tend to find they seem to be a bit bigger than E3 after time. Mm. And they're, and they're able to have a show floor of games and people coming around. And yeah, sure, they can probably do the pre-ordered swag bollocks yeah. that, that all the other conventions do. But they then also have a community aspect and panels and, and, and stuff like that. They're not... I mean, I guess it's probably a bit unfair because, I mean, the main priority of E3 as a, as a game service is to... They are still a trade show, but they're a trade show that the public can access. Mm. And, and so their, their role... And their purpose is to make, or is to persuade people to buy what's coming out, and to get it into their head that that's the game they want to buy. A purpose of a convention like PAX is for people to join, share stories with each other, you know, yeah. meet their meet their meet their meet fan, their content, uh, meet, meet fans their, of content yeah, creators that yeah. they're looking for, like uh, Minecon and uh, what's the one Warframe that does? Uh, Tenocom. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's another one that's gone digital due to the disease that shall not be discussed on the podcast. Yeah, to either. be honest, most of that could be digital anyway for my, for theirs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, they could go Nintendo Direct, but again, they're like you know, fans of you know, fans of Warframe and digital extremes. And... Mm. It's the whole meeting people that I think is need. It's needed in the this gaming community. Yeah, meeting yeah. other people with the same interests with the same game adaptation adaptation what the hell am i on about um 
meeting people with the same interests, the same game interests, the hobbies, interests. Hobby, yeah. yeah, you you meet pe- and then they can sometimes bring you onto other things that are new to you. Mm. Yeah, it's like me playing um, Dynasty Warriors and um, Samurai Warriors and all the warrior games from that thing. There might be a game outside of this that can link into it, which I've never played, but I could meet someone through that or meet someone who plays that and they could tell me, oh, have you ever tried this? It's exactly mm. like this almost, but about this instead. Yeah. And it can, it will make, it, it, it doesn't increase a fan base, but it increases your gaming knowledge as mm. well as your interests in game. Yeah. Because it will expand your thing from, let's say, I only played shooter games. But then I found this adventure shooter game. Now I play adventure shooting games. But then because I like the adventure part of it, I'm now playing more of these other type of adventure games. Yeah. And and that, it that is something It that... branches out so much. But if you're only playing things like Rainbow Six and COD, you never... And you only know people that play them. Yeah. Which is all people... that gets announced at E3, really. You know, sometimes yeah. you get the indie games. That, like the Devolver thing, they do very well at showing people... Games that would not be on their radar normally. Um, but, you know, other than that, E3 is like, oh, right, here's the next Watch Dogs, here's the next Halo, here's the next Assassin's Creed. Remember, this is the stuff you like because we told you that you like it. No, you, you told us you liked it once, so we're going to say yeah. you liked it constantly. Yeah. But look, look, I've got games that are almost identical to Minecraft, like um, Card Life. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, I've not played it that much. I got it in early access. But it's one of them things where I'm keeping an eye on it still. I've got it on my desktop. I might have played it once and never really done anything. But I'm still keeping an eye on it because it's got an interesting concept to it. Mm. Where Minecraft's all blocks. This is meant to be like papercraft. You walk up to a tree, it's more free. It's basically how you would have made a tree out of cardboard. Mm. And then how they make everything else in it out of cardboard. It makes you wonder like how... If I could build almost identical of what I do in Minecraft in this, would it look better? Would it ch- would would it change anything? It's just mm. a, it's like get, trying to find a texture pack for Minecraft that's papercraft. Yeah. So, yeah. In conclusion, I think we're both on the idea of E3 in its current form doesn't really need no. to come back because it, it can. What is probably is probably the best thing is to adapt like everything else around it. Don't See, be at, a relic. At this point, with, um, like, say, with the way Riot's expanded, mm. I think Riot would probably be better off making their own convention. Yeah. Especially with the amount of game, different games they've got coming out. Just make a convention. Just make, like, Mancon and just get... There's loads of people that stream different things for League of Legends, and Rune Terror, and um, Valorant. TFT. Yeah. It, it's going to expand so much. They could, once they... Obviously, once they've introduced this new stuff, they could make their own convention. Mm-hmm. Even if they called it R- RiotCon. Yeah. It's just a whole convention about Riot and the content makers that help Riot become what they are. Because then you just get big streamers on there, Twitch streamers and everything like that. It could... You could... They don't, you don't need a convention for something that big. E3 was something that was only needed for media. 
now the fact that it'll probably be a lot cheaper and everything else just for make something that will stand out make freaking out rainbow six why don't you make the tom clancy conventions and just Mm. put that out there instead of having oh we're gonna make giant conventions that will try covering everything for one if you made a tom clancy you're gonna get everyone who prefers tom clancy all your tom clancy fans will be there you can aim new content at them a lot easier instead of going oh we're gonna go ubisoft's gonna go here and we're gonna aim everything we've got at these people half of them people will only be there for the tom clancy content half of them would have been there for the assassin creed content half the rest of them will be there to see let's say what's happening with the crew or whatever i don't even know if they have the crew mm. let me open my uplay <laughs> um who's there for anno mm. yeah the tom clancy is its own thing People play the Siege. I'm pretty sure everyone who plays the Siege probably plays the Division. Will play. Um, some Wild people Lands. somewhere will play Breakpoint. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. But it narrows it down. It makes it easier for them to target at these people. And then all you have to do is then go invite a few handful of people to go there, while you'll put them up at a hotel. Just for the convention days, by the way. Mm. And maybe pay for their flights. That is all they need to be. Everything else they have to deal with themselves. Fair enough. They got, but while they're there, they can blog. I've met so many people. Well, not met. But I, I watch so many YouTubers and streamers. That when they go to things like Minecon. To be honest, I mainly watch Minecraft at this minute. So a lot of it's Minecon. They do, ba- <laughs> they do background blogs. The Rainbow Six Twitch convention, well, the Twitch conventions for the streamers that I watch to play Rainbow Six, they they do blogs there. They try, they 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 will they will push more your stuff out than E3 ever will, and they'll probably reach a lot more of a community than E3 will. E3 mm. people get bits, and it's the yeah. bits they want to know. While if they watch a streamer on Twitch. On a Twitch con or Mine con or Tenno con, you can aim so much more at the your target audience, the audience that's playing your game, the people who are keeping you in a job, instead of getting them people who just then troll it through and just go, "Eh, eh." you're Mm. gonna get the people who are more, who have put more heart into it, who believe it's worth more than what it actually is. Yeah, and they will push that forward so much for these content contra- um, contact 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 content um, mm. makers. They will push it so much more than yeah. just E3. That is very very true. And as I say, just as long as they don't go into the into the trap of then just becoming their ad spokespeople, it's uh, you know. It, it to me things like this need a mixture. It's not yeah. You bring them out to announce new stuff they're bringing far- forward. Like in the uh, last Minecon, I actually remember they brought forward. We, we're we we're going to now announce who won the vote. What won the vote for the next update? What won this for the next thing? It's like, what, what cat design they want to put on Minecraft? What's going to get the next big update? And then they announce us things like um, mine, Minecraft on your phone. No, not Pocketcraft, but um, you know what I mean. The 
Pokemon Go version of Minecraft. That's yeah. what it's called. Uh, Pokemon version of Minecraft. Uh, oh, Minecraft Earth. Yeah, Mine- you got Minecraft Earth, and then... They- yeah. Just with Minecraft, look how far they've expanded with just Minecraft. Mm. And people go there, and they that's all they want. It's going to make it a lot better for everyone if you just get a loady game like the Clancy Games and make a Clancy convention or something like that. Mm. You'll probably yeah. get a lot further. Yeah. No, that's true. Like I say, you know, so things should be sort of inclusive without needing to be, you know, exploitative, which mm. is where, like, again, the cynic part of me of E3 just sort of comes down to. They're, not, they're treating them purely as a customer. Yeah. And you know, not as a not as a not as a fan of the gaming industry that it should be. So you know, like like we say, that's sort of where we're going. The idea that E three is just old now, and and you know, things need to sort of change from there. And you know, it's a shame it's took a situation like this event for them to have to think about it. But you know, they probably would have like died out themselves anyway beforehand. So yeah, so we're gonna wrap this up because. You know, we've got to make sure we get all our panic buying sorted. I had a nice trip today to go and get 18 bog rolls. I now need to go and get 180 more. I I joke. You don't. I joke. (laughs) joke. We know you're telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Cheers, Steph. No problem. And uh, if you liked what you heard, check the descriptions on the audio or the YouTube. Like, share, subscribe put into your playlists, do what you need to do, and we will be back next week with episode 86 where we'll uh, hopefully be not uh, yeah, see this is the advantage of doing content creation you're already self-isolated I try it every day (laughs) (laughs) it's my goal uh, in life (laughs) yeah, so until next time, please, for god's sake get antibacterial wipes on your Roombas and and if you've only just started washing your hands, what's wrong with you, you animal? Yeah, that's that's the point. If it if it's taking governmental advice to wash your hands for twenty seconds, get out. And if you're gonna do it, do it by the ring, um, do best by skills. If you wanna be my lover, you go. Oh, we never rid- tried that song. I just put no. spice in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Laters. Later, Gators.